If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. By this time, I'm, I'm, I'm furious. So now, you know, God trying to have a conversation. Nigga, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck Jesus, fuck all y'all. I don't give a fuck. Don't talk to me. You know, I could feel him trying to hold me. No, man, get the fuck out of here. You did this. You didn't have to do this. And he was like, I told you I wanted you to come here. So I had to get your attention. Damn. Fuck you. You know, and this is how my thought. Fuck, I would have worshipped Satan at that point. Y'all having a conversation Yeah, we're having a conversation. Like, I'm furious. Now, I mean, I am livid. Because you mean to tell me I got to bury a 21-year-old. You ain't who you say you are. You know, you like, man, I'm paid all this money, man. I want all my shit back. You know, this is how delirious I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck these churches, all this. Nah, it's something I want you to do. You still ain't did it. 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 Welcome to Wild Black, a seriously opinionated podcast bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all-black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. That's that's the sexy voice. What's happening, people? What's happening? <laughs> Listen, man, today is a today is a personal topic. This is something that I I could not wait to bring to the audience. It's something that I struggle with. Or I don't know it's something that, that you've been struggling with. Half, not even half. But two thirds of America struggles. Shit, with probably ninety percent. Right, <laughs> right. you ain't lying. It's, Especially after COVID. Well, shit, we still in COVID, right. but we know. do. It do feel like we're trying to get over. It. Right, but them numbers are still out there. COVID nineteen, 19 <laughs> and the All Star Game was contributed. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. But but listen, listen, Wild Black family. Today we're talking about the combination of your physical health and your spiritual health. And it, it's going to be really interesting today. I, I'm sure I'll tell this story at some point as to how I figured out today's guest was, was so dope in both areas. It's, it's actually kind of funny, right? I, I'll get into it, how I found out about the, the spiritual side here, because I was praying for a different reason. But today we got, we got Rod with us, and Rod is the owner and founder of Fresh Out Fitness. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Fresh Out Fitness. And I can tell you because I'm a client, right? This brother kicks my ass three to four times every week, early in the morning, on an empty stomach, and it has my body and muscles tired all day long. Let me, let me be clear. Not hurting, literally tired. I can feel muscle exhaustion from my 8.30 a.m. workout at 7.30 p.m. on that same day. This is real shit. So I'm excited to have yeah. this conversation today. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, Rod, I want to welcome you to Wild Black Brother. Thank you, thank you, thank welcome. you. Thank you. you have a thank hell of a background, me. bro. Oh, yeah. You've done oh, a yeah. bunch of stuff oh, yeah. in a bunch of places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want you to take, just take like take like 60 seconds and just tell the people a little bit more about you, bro. <sighs> well, I don't even know where to start. I, um, I'm Rod, Roderick, you know, Mosley. Uh, go by the name Lil Rod. Everybody knows me by Lil Rod. Um, owner, like you say, and founder of Fresh Out Fitness. Uh, concept I just developed, and I'll get into it later on yeah, how I came yeah. up with that concept. I've uh, been in the music industry uh, hmm, about 20, 21 years now, you know, um, from south side of Atlanta, well, you know, born in west Atlanta, you yeah. know, and then moved to College Park, and then from College Park, like Jefferson got a piece of the pie and moved up to the north side <laughs> of town, shit, <laughs> you know, and they never looked back. If it's out there, like Gotti, <laughs> I done it, I done it all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, seen it all and done it all. I feel that. Well, look, do this. Just tell them, tell them a few of the folks that you have trained and worked with. Oh. Uh, you know, they, they love some, to hear the flex. They some, love yeah, the credit. Some of the people, uh, let's see. Too. I worked, worked with Coach K uh, from Quality Control, uh, DJ Drama, uh, Big Boy uh, from Outcast, mm -hmm. Don Cannon. Uh, Big Jerry Clark. <laughs> yeah, Big Jerry Clark. Yeah, you know, you can't leave him, Monica, you know, for one music fest. Um I'm, I'm just trying to no go through more. my research. Don't give him no more. Make him, yeah. make him go do some research. Yeah, I'll right? make him do some <laughs> research for you on that, you know. <laughs> Ebony, you know, Ghana manager and future manager, you know. Ebony the boss, you know. It, it, it's, it's only maybe two of us. Me, shout out to V uh, at PT uh, training. Yeah. You know, either he got the, some of the industry people and I got the rest of them or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's time to get this thing going, brother. Right. You ready? As always. <laughs> yeah. Let's go jump into this wild black shit. All right, let's get it. All right, so wild black shit. Our viewers, man, they love this. Okay. This is how we get you warmed up. But you already warmed up. Yeah, we're going to hit you with a, with a few questions. Hey, let's go, man. Three questions. Two of them get you warmed up. Third one is our signature question. Yeah, that's and we right. ask every single one of our, our guests. All right, so you've been inside the music industry for, for some years. A couple of decades. Two right, decades. Right, right. <laughs> Two game, decades, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it it just wouldn't be right if we didn't. Wouldn't be right. Hit you with some wild black shit questions. Let's shit, let's rock. And touch on the industry a little bit. Let's rock. All right, first question. If you were to learn the game of business from one of the following music moguls, who would it be and why? And I'm going I'm to, you can pick from these five. Okay. You got Jay, Jay-Z, okay. Diddy, Master P, Dr. Dre, or Rick Ross. And I got to pick one. You got to pick one. <laughs> you can only pick one. Oh, shit. Uh, that's it, man. No choices are hard. Probably uh, I'm going to have to stay down on the uh, on the Dixie line, so I'm going to have to pick uh, Master P. You know? ah, that's yeah. what I was hoping. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm going to okay. have to pick Master P, man. Master P is a... He he just got in, in my humble opinion. He just got his the hard way, you yeah. know. And he believed in himself. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of P and what he done, and you know, in the industry. And P just made sure everybody ate. Yeah. You know, if you go and listen to some of his stories, man, a lot of these people, uh, rappers today, like you know, Snoop, like 
they, you know, they they mm-hmm. they owe people like Master P. Yeah. You know, he 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 went and saved them. He wouldn't let people fall off. And you know, anytime you can do the crossover, like my, you know, like him myself, you know, and get into them the other people, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying with so, wrestling and all that, and you know, just everything <laughs> he touched, he. When when to lose, he he don't give you know he don't give a fuck about failing you know what that's I'm right saying? Yeah. and uh, you gotta love him for it you know and he did it before there was a blueprint too oh, like absolutely. you had Luke and Jay Prince who were doing shit like oh, that. oh absolutely but absolutely. you know and, and not that it's easy for a Jay right. or for a Diddy I'm, right. I'm not saying that at all but right absolutely I, those I'm, brothers I'm, did it when it was it wasn't expected. It wasn't liked. People didn't want to see him win. They they did it on their own terms. All well, the well, Jay got one of the hottest wives in the game. So, you know, and True then story. he can rap himself. You know, uh, Diddy had, you know, arguably one of the best rappers of all time on yep. his team, you know, along with, you know, legend Mary J. <laughs> He took people from the hood yeah. and made them stars. Exactly. So that's some fucking shit there, you exactly. know? Exactly. So, you know, his shit is a little bit different, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he, he put the South on the map. It would pee everything, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He had a movement. Yeah, and like, he, movement. he kept a clean image. And, yeah. you know, that is very, very hard to do in this, in, 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 especially back then. You know what I'm saying? He made it you cool know? to be a businessman and be from the hood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. going to teach you that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, he, what he showed was, up. you know what, hey, it wasn't rap. He made it into a business. 100. Cool, cool, cool. Second question. We're going to play a little hood Jeopardy. Yeah. When you when you present your answer, it got to be in the form of a question. Just okay. Like, just like on Real mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Okay. In a black household... You can do this and get an instant ass whooping. <laughs> what is? What is? <laughs> what is? We gonna keep it hood? Yeah, yeah. Like what you. is? Shit, walking, walking in on motherfucking shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. The ass is gonna be delayed, but you're gonna get one. Oh, right. It's coming. Oh, no. Right. No, you're gonna get that ass with it. Then she's going back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you open this motherfucking door again, again. what yeah. uh, happens? Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, what, what, what you got, man? Ooh. What's your ass whooping? I grew up in Chicago. Okay. And so it was a Vidoc, and, and that's like a little, you know, yeah. a little bridge, and then under it. If you go... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Under the Vidoc, you was going to get your ass whooped. You, you went too far? Yeah, you yeah. went too far. Yeah, you got too far from the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah that was an ass whooping right there. For us, I grew up in Mississippi, so it was what is letting all my good AC out the door. Oh, that was yeah. the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was too hot. You can't let that AC outside. <laughs> or the refrigerator. Right. Yeah, you couldn't let the cold out of that refrigerator. Right. Fuck my meat up if you want to. Right. <laughs> That's an ass whooping. <laughs> you can, well, you, what is keeping it? Keep going out the door. What is going out the door no, multiple times? In and out, right. 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 In and out the no. door. Well, what is the blackout shit? What is leaving them dishes? Shit, <laughs> right. Especially going up in the country. Uh-huh. Get your back, KD. You so not right. <laughs> like, we're going to go to bed and them dishes still in oh, the sink. Right, yeah, you get up, up at 2 a.m. Yeah, you get up a draft. Yeah. A what draft is not taking the trash out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is 
is not cleaning up the kitchen? What is not cleaning up your room? Now, what is what is goddamn shit talking back? <laughs> that's, the, that's the main one right there. Yeah. To grandma. So, you oh, know, yeah. What yeah. is I'm not one of your little friends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what is watch, your, what is, watch your mouth to the elders. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. What is what is when your mama call you, huh? Yeah, huh? Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who you talking to? There's so many with them. Shit, we go for days with them. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Y'all man. took me back on something. No. <laughs> you kind of feel kind of bad on something. <laughs> like yeah, that. So <laughs> Shit. Right, so we we always every episode we have a dope quote, yeah. And the dope quote is typically from the mouth of someone black. It comes from science, religion, history, entertainment, culture, poetry, anything that's got to do with anything that we do, and it always pertains to the episode. And today's is no different. So I want to read it, and then I want to tell you a little bit about why it's so important to me, why I thought this was so relevant to today, and the messages that you deliver. So today's is actually an African proverb, and it says, when there is no enemy within, the enemy outside cannot hurt you. And the reason that's so powerful to me is because we're talking about health and well-being. We're talking about taking care of our physical body and our spiritual self. And although absolutely both spiritual and physical impacts are sometimes out of our control and can impact our ability, the vast majority of the time, the reason we are in a bad physical place or a bad mental place or a bad spiritual place is about us, right? It's, it's, it's something that we have done. It's a decision that we have made. You can, you can tie it back to the seven deadly sins, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. You can tie it back to one of those and you can see your own behavior. You can see how you are the monster in your own closet, right? Yeah. And the reason that matters to me is because Working out with you, one of the things I picked up really, really quickly, just from our conversations while we work out, is it's, it's not just about a dollar for you. Yeah. It's not just about losing pounds, right? You use right. the word saving life, yeah. right? You talk about saving life. Think so. And this is a story I alluded to earlier. The reason I brought the spiritual into this is because I remember working out with you one day. And in the middle of the workout, I was like exhausted. I could barely find my breath. And you asked me like in that moment, like, do you pray? And I remember thinking in that moment, nigga, I am praying <laughs> that I make it out. Like, am I right. going to die? <laughs> right. Right. I am praying right now to survive this workout. Right. <laughs> right. And then you asked me, well, how do you pray? Correct. Right. And then, and then when I gave you my answer, the first thing you said is that's, perfectly right, except everything you said is wrong. Right. <laughs> right. right. And now, I'm still peddling. We, we were in the, the spin studio that Yeah, morning. absolutely. And, and, then, and then you broke down to me prayer, right? Yes, yes. yes and, and it was that. something that I knew. Correct. But, like, having you bring that back to the surface and reemphasize to me this is what you really should be doing was a moment for me. It affected me all day long. I thought about that all day long. Correct. And, and that's when I decided that this episode had to happen because it was more than a dollar. It was about impacting someone's life on the physical level and on the spiritual level. And I reflected back to our very first conversation when we sat around talking after the workout, partially because I couldn't move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you went into your background and your story and your loss and the wins that you've had 
Right. And I realized in that moment, like we had to have this conversation. So that was a long one. I'm going to read the quote again. And I want to ask you your thoughts on it. So the proverb says, when there is no enemy within, the enemies outside cannot hurt you. When you hear that, what do you think? I agree. I, I, I mean, yeah. I agree with that. When you start walking a certain walk of life, like myself, probably you all in most of the audience, and yep. you know, for each his own, like, you know, it's like walking through the, uh, the valley of death. You know, you can't, you know, you can't just be touched. When you done been through it all, you know, you become born again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I got to worry about my day-to-day struggles or life, then why am I praying? Or who am I praying yeah. to? See, the person I'm praying to it ain't worthy for me to pray. And if I got to fucking sit here and worry about it myself. So when I pray, I'm not going to worry about it. You pray, you know it's gone. It's gone. So, you know, whatever happens, it happens. You understand? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Right. Faith and fear are not bad fellows. No. Man. 100%. No. no. Cool. Well, brother, I, I'm glad the audience got a chance to hear that message. I already see something in, in, in <laughs> your face over there. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like I like the quote and the message because it, it, when there is no enemy within, the enemies outside cannot hurt you. That's that's some deep shit. That's there. real. Right. It's like when you master yourself by whatever means that you come to mastery, especially spiritually. Yeah. That's really the way to do it. But whatever that means is. That you 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 do become kind of invincible or untouchable yeah. in life. Like there is no real threat if you've conquered everything internally. It's like you you've mastered yourself. You've mastered life. You've mastered being. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that I, shit. I like. It. Yeah. Once I am no longer my own enemy, there are no enemies. Correct. That's dope. Yeah, like but when, the, when the, you, the question is the quest of motherfucking right. Can you get there? Yeah. 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 Like, how do you that's, get to that point where yeah, you mastered yourself? Yeah, yeah, I take a lot of loss. Well, I, I think that, that creates the, the perfect transition to like the core part of the interview, right? So we're talking about struggling with who we are within. We're, we're talking about that enemy inside of us that keeps us from our greatness, from achievement, from, from whatever it is we're trying to get to. It's, there's a big part of self that's, that's in our way, right? Oh, absolutely. So I, I want to start with this. I want to start with, with your story, right? Because okay. You've been on a journey to get to where you are today. You've been on a journey to get to the point where you care enough about yourself and the people around you to make them better, right? You've been through something when you care enough to to ask the man in front of you who's struggling for breath about his his prayer behavior, right? Right. And to to truly, like, care and give a damn. Right. So so talk to us a little bit about who you were, right? Okay. Who were were you when you started this journey to be who you are today Uh, to help everybody else? To me... It's a savior and a sinner. Yeah. A, a God and a devil. Right. If you ever wanted to see what the devil looked like or used to look like, go to my profile page. I was a walking nightmare. I never, ever gave a fuck about nothing, nobody, mm-hmm. you know, outside family, if I can say that. You know, I was just above the law. You right. know what I mean? Or thought I was, you right, know? right. I, you know, I hated everybody, and I, I ain't even know why, you know, never been a Denzel-looking type nigga, so, you know, you know, never had problems, you know, getting females, I just, you know, I didn't like you then, didn't even know you, yeah. because your wife was beautiful, yeah. and my, she had something that my wife didn't have, Right. I didn't like you because you drove about a car, you understand what right. I'm saying, so I just didn't care, 
I wanted your girl, and I was going to do anything to get her. Right. You know, I can't speak for everybody, but that's how my job, the industry just made us. No wasn't an answer to any, to, yeah. to nothing. You know, I wasn't going to wait in line. You know, I had short patience. You know, I, I, I want the burger and I want it right then. You couldn't right. make it fast enough for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was 300 pounds and I just had a swag like no other. Unhealthy, narcoleptic, high blood pressure. Didn't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? I was just a walking nightmare. Traveled the world, all over the United States, you know, multiple times. Seen the best of the best to the worst of the worst. You know what I'm saying? If if she was legal, at least 25, if I say that, mm-hmm. I was going to sleep with her, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> I mean, you know, like I say, you know, this is me personally, so right. I can't speak for everybody else, you know? I I was married to the industry, and my wife was my mistress, mm. you know what I'm saying? And she because felt I loved, that too. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, I love the industry more than, you know what I'm saying, than I love my family. There was nothing I wasn't going to do for the industry. Not not, a, not not nothing. Took from people, you know what I'm saying? Shot at, fault, got shot at, got robbed, got, you know, just just did it all. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just typical, I ain't going to say just typical, just how they portray us just yeah. black, you know, just yeah. growing up black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never just stayed in the... Heart of a projects, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, lived in low-income places, you know what I'm saying? Then mom worked her butt off, you know. Um, you know, dad went around, so uncle came, you know, and took over the responsibility. But I was just the devil in the flesh. How my life started taking the transition, my family, myself, you know, I was spiritual, but everything was going to be on the back burner until I got through doing what I wanted to do. Right. And so, you know, um, God, I believe in God, Jesus, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, God was calling me, you know, um, and he was like, you know, I need you to do something for me. And I'm, no, you know, I, no, I, I got to go to this award show, shit, the VMAs this week, or, mm-hmm. you know, we, we finna get on that Prevost, which is a tour bus, you know, yeah. $1.5 million tour bus. All right. Came back another time. I got, I got something for you to do. The guy is steady knocking. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, man, shit, I get over here and, you know, I got to fornicate with this girl and, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, these are my true thoughts. You know, yeah. like, I got, you know, I, I, I got to fornicate. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to sleep with this person. I want to sleep with that person. You know, um, I got to make sure they straight. All right. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, he called me about two or three more times. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like, all right. You know, I, I'm going to come after this. Nah, I'll come now. So and and Rico, you, you recognized it was God talking oh, to you. Oh, I knew it without a shadow of a doubt. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you could just, you know, you could feel it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the dreams that have come to you, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the vision that he was giving. And I know about it. He was calling me and he was like, you know, listen. I got something for you to do. I gave you that industry, but not to do what you're doing. Well, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. I'm finna go sleep with the couple hundred women that I've been doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, <laughs> lie to them, rob them, <laughs> you know, lie to my wife, all that. Mm-hmm. So finally, you know what I'm saying? He said enough. And I ain't know he said enough. I woke up one day and one of my uh, 
kid's uh, girlfriend called me, and I was, you know, had my little small kids because I, you know, made a lot of kids out there, you know what I'm saying? Got five <laughs> kids, and they was young. And so she called me, and she was like, uh, have you seen, you know, your son? And, you know, he was in that jail. So I'm like, no. You know, I'm answering the phone, irritated, because they stayed down south, and, you know, I had to drive them back home, and, you know, I'm living up in Sandy Spring. Like, no, man, what the, you know, what the motherfucker done did now? So it was just long pause. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, okay. So it's like, you know, he did. It's like, the fuck? You know, like, I looked at the phone and said, he, he dead? She like, yeah, he died. Last night. Mm. Motherfucker, my son? So she was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he died. He passed in his sleep. Mm. So I was like, for real? So I asked her again, because, you know, this time I'm in disbelief, but I'm yeah. so so hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you, you ran it to me right. So I was like, where is he? So she, uh, she was like, he's at uh, St. Joseph. And I stayed next door to St. Joseph. Mm. Like, literally... You, I could walk out my house, you know, my my high rise, and I can, you know, run to St. Joseph, you know, in about 10 minutes, drive in two minutes. So I went downstairs to my car, caught the elevator, elevator moving so fucking slow. Left the kids in the house. I forgot, man. You oh, know, left, the, left left my kids in the house, left them, and they was looking like, what happened? You know, so I was nothing. So couldn't get to the car. Got to the car. I'm sorry. Couldn't, so nervous. I couldn't. Open up the door. I was just thinking, what can I do? Should I run? Should I what you call it? Because he's laying now. So I called my homeboy named uh, Keith Lotto. And he was, this man stayed up here. Mm-hmm. He, and this man was sitting one street over. He like, I'll be there in a second. I like, hey man, it's a tragedy now happened. He like, man, I'll be there in a second. So he came pick me up within 30 seconds. All this shit seemed like just fast motion. Yeah. And um, we went to the hospital. I saw my ex-wife sitting there crying and all that stuff. And I was like, what you crying for? Man, you know, because I always could save, you know, save everybody out of everything. Like, where is he? You know, they was like, he in that room. But, you know, hey, let us go with you. No, 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 I'm good, man, you know. So I went there and he laid flat. You know, when you when you die, they lay, you know, they don't even have a bed up no more. They just lay flat. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So I looked at him, and I was like, hey, man, you know, come on, man. Stop fucking around, man. You scan these motherfucking white people in here and shit, man. Let's get the fuck out of here, man, you know. So he didn't, you know, he didn't respond. So I'm like, hey, cuz, come on, man. Let's get up out of here. You know, by this time, I'm delirious in here, you know. Right. So, you know, 
So I went and I hit him. And he was stiff as a boy. Mm. So all I could remember just, uh, so far. So I tried to pick him up like, man, let's get out of here. By that time, you know, his mom like, hey, you can't do that. His uncle like, come on, man, he's gone. So I immediately turned around to everybody. Mm. Which one of y'all motherfuckers killed him? And so everybody knew how, how short my temper was back then. So I, uh, you know, everybody started just, just spreading out. Because I, you know, if I move, it started moving. Because if I, you know, I by that yeah. time you're gone, so I would have probably shot everybody in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody killed my son. How he died was uh, an opium overdose, mm-hmm. and uh, the same shit that I used to sell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And tape, uh, being on the road, and what happened is they started self. It was a mass production, and they started self manufacturing these things and. He got the wrong dosage, mm-hmm. and he bought it off the street, and they put him in a cardiac arrest. So anyway, by this time, I'm, 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 I'm furious. So now, you know, God trying to have a conversation. Nigga, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck Jesus. Fuck all y'all. You know, I don't give a fuck. Don't talk to me. And he was, you know, I could feel him trying to hold me. Mm-hmm. No, man, get the fuck out of here. I don't want, I don't, like, no, you did this. You didn't have to do this. And he was like, you know, I told you I wanted you to come here, so I had to get your attention. Damn. Fuck you. You know, and this Mm. is how my thought. Fuck, I would have worshipped Satan at that point. Y'all having a conversation Yeah, we having a conversation. Like, I'm furious. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I am livid. Because you mean to tell me I got to bury a 21-year-old. So, I'm, man, fuck you. Fuck him. You ain't who you say you are. You know, you like, man, I'm paid all this money, man. I want all my shit back. You know, this is how delirious I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck these churches, all this. Nah, there's something I want you to do. You still ain't did it. Now, fuck you. I'm not doing it. I tell you what. And this I'm thinking, I know it ain't that because, you know, now I understand God. Right. But, you know, he won't do that. You know that girl that you live with? Let me get her, too. So he came in, you know what I'm saying, yeah. gave her a sickle cell crisis within a week later, yeah. put in a coma. And when she, you know, she woke up 45 days later and couldn't move shit with her eyes. Mm. And I could feel him holding me, and I'm just crying. I'm sitting the same freedom that I used to, like, man, I don't want to be with no girl. I'm living the life. All right, I'm going to give you all that. And I'm going to take these two people with me to you till I get your attention. So the same freedom I prayed for and the same, I had the one that flies high rises that in, to me in Sandy Spring, it became my dungeon. It was dark. I didn't know what to do. So finally I, I surrendered. And he's like, all right, you ready to act right? Yeah, you, I, whatever you want me to do. Now I want you to go. And I want you to save people's lives. The fuck I'm gonna, the hell I'm gonna do that? You're gonna do it with health and nutrition. I'm fucking 300 pounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, God, you real. got the right man. Man, 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 you took See, my God, son. delirious right now. Like, you took my son, man, and I'm motherfucking a narcoleptic, high blood pressure, 300 pounds. Like, yeah. Yeah. When I blow, I don't care who I blow through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When I talk, I talk to anybody. And that's when I started understanding. And what he told me was, and I'm going to be clear, 
if I took my own son from y'all, none of y'all stand a chance. Mm. I took my son. Mm-hmm. So to me, I can't feel bad. I mean, I do. I feel bad for you, but in, in a street sense, like, I ain't going to feel bad because I took your son. I took my own son. I want your attention, and I'm, I am not going to stop. And he didn't stop. So he got it. And he got it. Then, you know, my life just started transitioning mm. and got into the church more. And, you know, I'm, I'm still angry, but he's still holding me. And I'm, you know, still pushing away. And I'm like, man, because I ain't understand, you know, and I have to go in at night and, you know, never talk to this kid again. And, Never see my girl again. And she used to always beg me, like, man, babe, you know, this sickle cell or something serious. Man, your body just hurt. What the fuck, man? Like, get out of here. Like, babe, don't stress me out and all that because sickle cell, we can't go into crises. And, you know, I remember going into Grady, which was one of the best sickle cell places in the world. And the last thing she said, and it was the snowstorm that happened in Georgia. And for some reason, God just made me sick. And she called me and she was like, why didn't you check on me? And I was like, okay, you know, the weather's so bad, you know, uh, they run out of room, they put you in the baby uh, floor. You know, I know where you're at, I'll be there tomorrow. Never spoke to her again. Mm. Never spoke to her again, you know. And uh, so anyway, so my life started transitioning. And, you know, not a pastor, preacher, nothing like that, or a spokesperson. You know, I just started, the words in the Bible started making sense to me. And I was so bad. <laughs> That's why it's just miraculous. I was so bad with my health that a narcoleptic mean that I will fall asleep anywhere. And I was like, you know, God, why don't you just take me? Bring them back and take me. And I will fall asleep at red lights and my car would be in the middle of the intersection. No cars would ever come and hit me. I was so good I could drive from College Park to Rock to Sandy Spring, which is, you know, for people who ain't from Georgia, about a 32-minute drive. I could drive that shit sleep. That's how good I got driving uh, with driving sleep. So after he got my attention, after God, you know, got my attention, the girl who, uh, my girlfriend at that time named Carla, you know, she just died, uh, this December, you know what I'm saying? After seven years of quadriplegia, mm. um, she started me on this quest. And she was like, you know, if you want to be with me, I want you to drink this kale, this, that, and other, you know what I'm saying? Ginger and turmeric and all that. And that shit was the nastiest shit in the world. My dinner used to consist of 30 pieces of sausage, 10 eggs, 10 biscuits, and a gallon of milk. I And a half a jar of syrup. I would do that three times a week. Jesus. And I was... That walking. was breakfast? And that was dinner. The, oh, <laughs> You know, breakfast, I could eat... Uh, I could eat the whole bag of grits. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You know, Damn. in one setting. You know what I mean? You was just 300? I was just 300. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the music industry, you know what I'm saying? We, we stayed and we moved, said, moved yeah. all the time. Like, chicken wings and stuff. Like, you know, we would get... Uh, a writer. So for the but, audience, the, the writer, that's what you that's what you tell the venue you yeah. were in the room yes. you're coming to get ready to perform. Right. right now. Especially at Soundcheck. So Soundcheck, right. you you know, when, when you work with certain caliber artists like I have, yeah. you know, the reason why I became the way I was is because no one option. 
I mean, I was at Hugh Hefner house. I was partied in the hills. Mm. I seen stuff in the industry that <laughs> I woke up in, in beds with multiple women and didn't even, like, who are you all? You know what I'm saying? Damn. I was shit. Like, like they said, New Jack City. I didn't give a damn what I put in my body. I don't even know how I never contracted anything. You know, mm -hmm. God just had his hand on me. So, you know, I, it, it was a message that he wanted me to deliver. You know, of course, we had safe sex out there, but, you know, we had nights that I, like, you had the question. Like, you saw it, but, you know, like, yeah. hey, they shouted. But I can't remember, and, you know, she couldn't remember, and I'm so high, slizzard, whatever I was on that <laughs> night, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't give a damn, you know? If it got me high, I was going to take it, you know what I mean? So, um, anyway, though, uh, so, you know, after God got my attention and he made my house the dungeon, I just woke up and just didn't, like, didn't want to be fat no more and started working out with my, you know, one of my, my, my friends, uh, uh, Lotto, no, didn't know how to exercise. So I would walk up in the street and people would be like, thought I was stranded. They'll be like, where you cutting? And I'm like, man, I'm exercising. And I got a fucking cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> they be like, are you exercising with a cigarette? I mean, these are true stories. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm walking with a cigarette. I just thought that we walked. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, got with my man, uh, uh, Ken. Ken Stoke, pretty Ken. And, you know, he just worked us out, worked us out, worked us out. And I just started losing weight. And people were just like, man, you know, man, you're looking good. But, you know, I started plateauing. And, you know, the body is so miraculous. Once you start plateauing, it, it's nothing else the body will do. You can run... Here to California, you still ain't going to lose an inch, you know, because your body used to you living. So how I came up with uh, the concept of Fresh Out Fitness, you know, no, I got into mixed martial arts. And so I was like, you know, got introduced to boxing 10 years ago. So I just, you know, boxing, if you Google it, is one of the number one hardest sports in the world. And I was like, man, it can't be that difficult. I run four miles every day and I do about 30, 40 push-ups. Shit. That's a whole nother level. So then I was like, okay, boxing is good, but, you know, God, what is it that you want me to do, you know? It's like, I want you to promote health and wellness. And like I saved your life, I want you to go and save my people life. First, he had to educate me on his word. So... He took the Lord's Prayer, and it's just, you know, he still struggled with me. I mean, you know, I still struggle with it. And he broke it down, you know, because I just used to say it and be like, hey, okay, shit, I said my prayers, you know, you know, what, what a car is said or the drinks, or, you know, let me watch TV. He's like, no, 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 no. He said, the Lord's Prayer is the only way that you can reach me that I will answer. And that's for anybody who believes in me. And first, you have to surrender to me. I don't want to hear everything that you want because I ain't going to give it to you. Probably not. You know what I'm saying? I want you to submit to me and make sure that I am the Lord of Lords. And that's when they say, hallowed be thy name. Our Father, hallowed be thy name. That means I just submitted to you. Then he say, you know what? Don't get to asking me for cars, houses, and all that shit because I ain't going to do it. Or this person, that person, this. Don't, don't get the battle known. Whatever I have for you, acknowledge that. 
And that's when it comes to. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let your will be done. See, if it comes to me, then it's my will. So I become Lord. So whatever you have for me, I need to accept it. Then he started breaking it down a little bit more like, you know, our daily bread, meaning that give me what, just enough for me. If you give me too less, I'm going to go back and I'm going to back, backlash and I'm going to rob. If you give me too much, then I'm going to start praising you like I thought before. Okay? So give me my daily bread. Just all I can handle. I don't want nothing else, nothing else, you know? And then I had to forgive people. So I had to go back and had to call my ex-wife and, you know what I'm saying? And I had to call people that wronged me and I wronged them. And, you know, I had a girl not too long ago, you know, maybe about a year ago, and I, you know, was paying for companionship. And I just thought that she was to be all the end all. Took everything that I had. But I was so, like we said, the the proverb, I mean, the, the, the quote we just read, mm-hmm. you know, no enemy couldn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Took a, a fifty thousand dollar vehicle from me. Mm. I never lost an inch of sleep. Uh, matter of fact, I went and replaced it the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I'm sorry, the next week or mm-hmm. two weeks after. So mm-hmm. nothing can hurt me no more. So that's how I knew God had transformed me. So when I pray now, I don't go on and on. You know what I'm saying? I tell him whatever you have for me, I'm gonna accept it. And then I'll say, okay, bless Darius, bless this guy, bless that guy. But first, I have to submit myself or surrender. And that's what most of us or myself, I can't speak for everybody. That's how we don't know how Mm. to pray. Jesus always kept his his prayers short. Out of the four Gospels, if you believe in, you know what I'm saying, the King James Version, two of them had something in common and two of them didn't, you know? And John and Matthew was the only people that ever met Jesus. The other two never knew, never saw Jesus. They came 30 years after. So now I'm into the health part. So I came up with a concept. Two people in the, in the world got the best bodies, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm all man, not gay or nothing like that, but, you know, boxers and motherfuckers who just got out of jail. You know what I'm saying? You can always look at a nigga and you can be like, man, that nigga just got out. So that's how I came up with the concept, fresh out. Because like, you look like you fresh out of jail. But they took all the weight from them. Yeah. So they got creative. And that's how I came up with all my exercises. I get creative. I push the body to the limit. Show the fuck do. And when I push the body to the limit, you know what I'm saying? I say rest. Now I'm going to push it again. And so what I do is I tell the body, I want to transform it and make you look different. Mm-hmm. See, we can go in the gym and spend two hours in there and do absolutely nothing. Or we can do like me and my man do. We go in there and we knock shit out with the proper breaks in between, the proper nutrition. Like I tell people, you can come to me. I got 60-minute sessions. 60 minutes can take two hours. 
You ain't gonna goddamn come and stand before me in sixty minutes. You gonna fucking work for sixty minutes. So however long you want to take a break, I, he'll tell you. I get right on my phone and play chess. And I sometimes I don't even look up at it. Okay, D, let me know when you're ready. And well, what time? Well, I, the fuck I give a fuck what time it is. It ain't sixty minutes. So you know what I'm saying? So we work for sixty minutes, and you yeah. take however long, however many breaks you want. But we gonna work for sixty minutes. So within two weeks, man, me and this man done did some work. You know what I'm saying? And I, I get creative. Everything that I do, you know, I do it as a training camp. Meaning that I shouldn't see you past ninety to one hundred and twenty days. Other than that, I'm stealing your money. And God done gave me everything that I need. I, mm. I just woke up one day, man. I, I ain't want to travel no more. I ain't want to fornicate. I ain't want to go out no more. I, I just, I lost it. So when you see some some people in the industry, you be like, man, you, you're on top of the world. Why you walk away? Sometimes, it, it, you know, you just get transformed. Yeah. I've seen it all. I, I guess the point is, my question was, when I used to walk with, you know, my mans and them, or, or, or they walk with me, and if we ever, you know, if you believe in heaven and hell, I believe in it. You stand before God and you say, hey, why did you let this happen when it could have hurt another person or it was hurting the family? And I guess the answer, the only answer I could have came up with was because it was my job. And I don't think God would open the gate over that because I mm. think that, you know what I'm saying, in an essence, he put you in predicaments to show you he's the Lord of the Lord, meaning that if I say go against this person or take this person out your life, you do it because I said it. See, I don't remove people out of your life for you to chase back and go and get them. If I wanted them there, I would have left them there. And after that, you know, I came to peace with my kid. I came to peace with, uh, you know, my ex-girlfriend or girlfriend, you know, you know, because I got guardian angels now. And now I understand the Bible and I understand why Jesus came. And we never pray to Jesus. We always surrender to God. And that's how your prayers get answered in a dark room, closet, wherever your place is in your mind, wherever. Don't pray just to pray. Pray for results. And he told you that if you do this, I will reward you. And man didn't believe him, so he sent the son to prove it. The reason why, like, you know, I learned, when pastor always taught me, the reason why I followed Jesus is he's the only man that told you he was going to die and I'm going to get up again. And he did it. So why wouldn't I follow him? And that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> so a hell of a lot of nuggets in that story. Oh, bro. yeah. It's a hell of a lot, man. Oh, yeah. I'm grateful. Oh, yeah. Appreciate like, it. You know, I, I, will never, I will never tell anyone I'm glad for the loss that you suffered. Oh, no. But, yeah, no. but, but I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, I understand the, the blessing Oh. that came as a result of everything that you lost, everything that you won, and everything that you learned. Oh, absolutely. You were absolutely. I mean, even even the way 
our relationship came to be. Oh, absolutely. Came through another person oh, absolutely. who has felt the impact yeah. of the blessing that comes through you, right? Correct. So I'm grateful. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard. You know, you have days that you look at people with their kids, and even though I got more kids and stepkids and, you know, uh, raised this kid, you know, you look at them, and for a while you walk around and get jealous and, you know, like, man, wow, I'll never do that again. Or, you know, it, it was hard. You know, it'd it, it, it be hard. You know, holidays be hard sometimes. Uh, I know about You know, uh, I do certain things like, you know, I keep telling you a school that you and me and you're going to go run that. And I go there, you know what I'm saying, because I taught the kid foot, how to play football on that field. Right. So sometimes I just go out there, man, and I just be out there by myself and I just talk to him and just be like, man, you remember this? And before I know it, man, I be done ran four, five miles and, you know, I just laugh and share the memories. So I go sit up in the bleachers and reflect back on the games that I used to go in, all the practices. And, you know, I just know experience out there. Yeah. You know, with my ex-girl, man, she watch over me. You know, yeah. as a matter of fact, you know, my 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 ashes of my ex-girl, I keep them everywhere I go. Mm. To some people, that'll be weird, man. But, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I took some hits. And, you know, it ain't even enough time to tell y'all about them all. You know, that was just how I did the transition between, um, you know, God talking to me and how he wanted me to save lives yeah. and I still blow me away to this day. I know you it know does. what I'm saying because that's a testimony. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a testimony. A hell of a one. I think I want to live the last part of my life according to his will, Amen. whatever he had for me. You Amen. know what I'm saying? And, Amen. That's powerful. Know, yeah. That is. And I don't want to do nothing else. You know, that's that's just me personally. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I, I don't even want to, like, there are no questions to, to really follow that, right? It's not. It was it was so thorough and so complete. So what I do want to do is this. What we always like to do is turn the mic over to our guest at the end of the episode, right? With, okay. with specific instructions. There are two things I want you to do. I want you to, one, tell people how they can follow you. Okay. How they can get to you, okay. social media handles or whatnot. But just as important, I want you to tell all our listeners, all the Wild Black family, whatever it is that's on your heart to share with them. How you can find me is uh, my Instagram is L-I-L-R-O-D-40. Uh, that's the one I be on the most. And I got Fresh Out Fitness, you know, but if you go to... Lil Rod 40, L-I-L-R-O-D 40, it'll automatically you know, connect you with Fresh Out Fitness. I got a website, freshoutfitness.com. Let me spell that for you because I always put a twist in everything. It's F-R-E-S-H-O-U-T-T, -T, fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S, -S, uh, at gmail.com or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I want to tell you, family, is uh, always pay attention. If, if you're looking for a breakthrough, it's going to come when it comes. You can't will anything to happen, meaning that, um, you know, whatever, whoever you believe in, you know, whoever your supreme being, you know, whatever they have for you, embrace it. Like I say, you know, we can't say, you know, whoever you believe in for a man, you know, send me a B6 
Beyonce-looking chick or, you know, whoever you think is pretty, <laughs> nice body, good car and all that, and I want a man who or a woman who got something going for themselves and vice versa, you know, because your supreme being going to send you the opposite. Love starts in the heart. And you're going to take some tragedies. You're going to take some hits. After every tragedy is a triumph. Uh, the best way I can explain to people, uh, and I'll talk about fitness second, a rainbow is the significance of beauty. We all agree, correct? Mm-hmm. But a rainbow only shows up after a storm. So you got to go through a storm to even get to the rainbow. And at the, uh, at the end of the rainbow is always a pot of gold. So don't get stuck in the storm. Listen to, you know, your supreme being, God is mine, you know, my Lord and Savior. Pay attention. If you read anything spiritual, don't read just to read. Read with understanding because it's a basic instruction on how to live. You know, and these texts been preserved for over 2,000 years. And all they're doing is history repeating itself. As far as fitness, you know, your body is like a car. If you got ailments, aches, and all that, that's your check engine light coming on. And doesn't mean that it's finna break down. It might take years. But it's giving you a warning sign that something is finna go wrong. Stay on top of your, um, stay on top of your 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 uh, your doctor visits and uh, you your nutritions and your vitamins and be mindful who you exchange spirits with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I myself probably had probably. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With all the women and people I encountered and fornicated with probably 400 different personalities. And, you know, you know, I had to simple it all down to one. You can fall down as many times as you want to. You always get back up and keep going. But health is the new wealth. Money has no value. You know what I'm saying? It keep going. You can have a million dollars and still fall out with a heart attack. You can have $40 million. You know, death don't care. You know, your supreme, when it's time to go, he don't care. You can't buy your way out of death. You know what I'm saying? You can't buy another body. You can reverse everything in the world. You can't cheat death. That's inevitable. So the ideal is how you going to live as any, in any human being, you know, you earn the right to live how you live. Take care of your family. You know, men out there, you know, take it from somebody, man, who will never throw a football with, a, with one of his kids again. Yeah. You know, whether you had them, whether you adopted them, it don't matter. Let's bring these girls up right. You know, like I, like I said, I, I prayed on them. And like I said, I ain't, I ain't even a, 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 a Denzel-looking type guy. And so if I was able to pray on them, then, you know, imagine, you know, teach these these young girls. And now that's what, that's what I do now. You know, sometimes, man, with my fitness shit, man, you know, you would be amazed. A lot of people, you know, how can you work with all these girls and not get aroused to this? And it's like, man, you know, God was setting me up. He set you up for a triumph. Now it don't even phase me because I seen it all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've done it all, man. You know, it was just on her sitting among y'all brothers, man. If y'all could see these cats, man, you know, uh, positive brothers. So make sure y'all support them. I, you know, it ain't, ain't so much yeah. about me. You know what I'm saying? This is some 
I, I don't even really, you know, after, before today, never really believed in the podcast shit. But, you know, I had to come running when, uh, you know, it talk about some positive shit. And it's not about my story or their story. It's about your story. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, what you got to say in life. You know, if you died today, what would they say? You know? And that's the story that you want to leave. And, I, you know, live. You know what I'm saying? And that's the legacy. And I mm-hmm. hope that, uh, you know, they invite me back one day. You know, I see D three times a week. And, you know, I'm going to get his sexy back. And, you know, we, <laughs> we, ain't got, we ain't got nobody to be sexy for. You know what <laughs> You know, but, you know, like I tell people, man, I, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't build bodies. You know what I'm saying? What I do is I give you a healthy heart, lung, liver. The outside can look like anything. It's what the inside is. If none of that shit don't work, you can go get all the surgery you want to. You ain't got a healthy heart. You just got a a surgery body. So it's most important, you know what I'm saying, to have all your organs functioning. Yeah. And you have to activate them, especially. After 35, my belief, you know, my learning, maybe 40, we start transforming, you know, and I think each one of us are in our 40s, right? Or or probably near 40, right? I'm, I'm, we're I'm about in 40. I'm in, yeah. I'm in close to it. Okay. <laughs> so statistically, I'm 48. Okay. Mm-hmm. Statistically, do you 45? How old are you? 38. Okay. So I'll just say use me and D, you know, <laughs> statistically. We got more years behind us than we do ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So how do you want to live? Yeah, right. how you going to spend You them? know, so, you know, this is it. This is probably me and D last good 10 years, you know, 10, at least 15. Mm-hmm. I can't be at Magic City at 60, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> shit, I, I don't give a damn how many NBA All-Star comes in when I'm 60 years old. I won't be at none of them motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is it. So, you know, I, I got to make this shit count, you know what Amen, I mean? Bro. So I done fucked up a lot of years. So, you know, it's unfortunately I only got... Maybe a decade, maybe two, let's see, six, yeah, maybe two decades. I, 70, 60, 70, man, I hope to be playing checkers somewhere with, you know. Right. You know. You trying to be in these that damn streets. No? Hey, man, right. I have under shade tree, man, at 630. I need to be in the bed with ligament. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, vapor rub all on my body. Like, shit. You know, you know how grandma, you from Mississippi, you know Hell how grandma yeah. quilts used to be. <laughs> shit. So, you know, it's, it's a blast, but man. It smell you know like menthol and menthol, old cigarettes. Man, shit. <laughs> Menthol, you know. But Rod, brother, man, we we appreciate it, man. Oh, man. That was yeah. a pleasure, man. But we don't have Absolutely. to say anything, and, and the yeah, story man. just comes out. Yeah, That's it's, a beautiful it's, one, man. That oh, is man. a beautiful one. Yeah, I think this is part of the first episode where... We, we asked no question. Right, there was no question to ask. Yeah. Wait so, a minute, why y'all ain't asking me nothing? Man, because <laughs> your story. The story was so compelling, yeah. was so right. It, any question would have just cheapened it, right? You, <laughs> yeah, the story It's like was the message done. that needed to be heard was heard. Yeah, I got it, man. And I, I, I told you, yeah. I told you this morning, I was like, it's going to be a good one because I, yeah. I already see the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, brother, you got anything you want to close out with, man? Nah, brother, this was good. This is perfect. I good, appreciate it, Good discussion, was. good. When we get like a life story, yeah, right. our listeners can, can grab onto that. Ingest that yeah. and be like, man, this, this was different because it's, yeah. 
It's a story. It's a life story. Oh, absolutely, bro. There's going to be some and inspiration behind it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not even going to try to add anything for real. Rod, the story, your experience, your life, yeah. your purpose, right? right your purpose. Right, 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 right. I'm grateful for it, brother. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate, you know, the work that we're doing together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listeners, the only thing I'll say is he mentioned, right, your story. And the pen is in your hand. Yes. Right? And, and the pen in this case represents every decision you make, everything that you eat, yeah. every bad thought or good thought that you have, right? Yeah, yeah. The story is yours. The pen is in your hand. You've got to write what you want it to be said about yourself. Correct. That's all I've got. Wild Black, peace. We out. Yeah, thank y'all. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.